Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. everybody, we're back for another week of Tez the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive all year long. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. I'm Tom. And spooky season is over. It's November. And we're all back together again. Reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> it's Christmas season, y'all. Officially, Cheers. we made it. Finally. Well, it was a delightful spooky season, but it, it was. I'm super I'm super glad it's November, y'all. Me too. Now is the time where time can slow down. It will not, <laughs> but it won't. If anything, it will speed up. Well, we're almost there. How were your Halloweens? It was good. It was, t- it was exhausting. I'm tired, but it was good. It was ghoulish. <laughs> what did it Ellie so dress good. up like again? Well, she was going to be the Morton Salt girl, but kids at her school informed her that she had to be something scary and some other kids that they had to be something scary. So she, on Saturday, had a major big feels meltdown that she wasn't going to go to school on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... We had to switch it up, and she became a witch that was inspired by our good friend, Bette Midler. Oh, love it. love it. This was my fur baby as Granny the Wolf. Oh, <laughs> how long did the glasses stay on? Oh, well, that's why Sarah's literally, like, strangling <laughs> in the background to get one picture <laughs> of him. So cute. But my cousin's kid dressed as... Sarah Sanderson, speaking of kids who dress as. Nice. We saw quite a few Sanderson sisters while we were walking around the neighborhood. As they should. As, as should. they should. Yeah. Did you see that was Nielsen's highest watched movie like ever opening weekend, the Nielsen ratings? No. 2.9 yes, 2. 2. billion views that opening weekend. No. In, since, the, since Nielsen started to keep track of that stuff in history should have done a theatrical release they would have made money yes they would have that's excellent it was a good watch what were it your kids in our halloween mixer so um let's see so hannah was a mushroom she made her costume um so how does she come land friend. on that idea well she's yeah, obsessed with mushrooms from? i'm not sure if you knew that but she is legit obsessed with mushrooms so when she plays mario kart is she always toad she would be if she played mario kart okay 
Um, her boyfriend came over. He did not dress up. And then Ethan also did not dress wait, up. But his- wait, wait, wait. Did you let her boyfriend and Ethan stay? I did. Because I'm cool like that. Okay. I know. I've really sacrificed a lot of my morals since having children. <laughs> it's sad. But then Ethan's girlfriend came over and she was a skeleton. Uh, Gabe rewore his inflatable costume from last year. That looks like the alien carrying the kid. Y'all seen that one? <laughs> it's a classic. And Jude was a Minecraft zombie. Hmm. It was good. Didn't get a picture of any of them. You got None. a picture of uh, Gabe from behind looking yeah. out the door. Yeah. I failed a lot on the pictures lately. So it was good. I was Charlie Brown. Oh. I went, uh, it was a real stretch. I went as a responsible parent. <laughs> that is so not like you, Tom. What's it like the opposite? <laughs> I agree. I it was hard. It was really a hard one for me. <laughs> one of these years I would like to go as white when he had the pumpkin stuck in his head just wear the suit with the pumpkin hollowed out mm-hmm. but i feel like you'd have to hollow that pumpkin out like an hour before trick-or-treating so it doesn't like rot right well he mentioned how that was a problem yeah um you can spray you can cover the inside with vaseline which would also help it come off later Ooh, good to know that's true you know what we do with our pumpkins this year because of a delightful lady on on the social medias who posted did you a smash video them in the backyard for saw. the animals did you use did you use no. the blender yes did it work well it did work but marty has a pumpkin attachment that goes on his power tools that's way better Ooh. but we did sprinkle the inside with cinnamon and they smelled delightful with the hmm. with the tea light in there so that was an excellent cool. tip Yep, smelled like fall. That's awesome. Which is appropriate. But that's appropriate. That's good Halloween. I'm glad it's over. Started taking yeah. the outside decorations down today. <laughs> Hallmark is all in Christmas mode. It really is. And hasn't it been in Christmas mode for a while. Yeah, like two for days. a bit. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, we haven't discussed this since it dropped, but we got the full-length trailer for uh, the Santa Clauses. We did. Thoughts? Nope. I don't love it. I, I liked it better than the last one. I'm just, I, I'm, not, I like I'm, the- I'm not getting my hopes up, y'all. I like the premise, but like what I'm seeing, it looks very cheap. Somehow the reindeer look worse 20 years after that, 30 years later, 20 years later, whatever it is. That is is true. And you know why that doesn't work for me at all? Because we just saw what they could do for made for TV with the Sanderson sisters. Mm -hmm. And you would think they would have spent more money on the Santa Clauses because the first Hocus Pocus wasn't profitable for them while the Santa Claus series was. Well, but over time, I'd like to see Mm. what Hocus Pocus has raked in versus Santa Claus. Probably more. I mean, there's no, it is the quintessential Halloween movie for 90% of people. Yeah. And there's less competition for Halloween. That's one of them. 
I mean, the Santa Claus, Tim Allen, the, his kids seem dumb. I want to meet a crossing guard. And Bernard just looks like an old man. He did not. Like, they couldn't do anything to, like, de-age him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Poor curious. Never growing old. I'm curious who he picks as Santa initially. That's the wrong choice. Because we Me all too. assume Cal Penn is going to be the permanent Santa going forward. You better be, or I'm going to be very disappointed. But How like, could Cal who, Penn not be? Who yeah. is he going to pick beforehand? Is it Peyton Manning? I'll be no. annoyed if it's Peyton Manning. Just I would imagine that guy can't act. No, he can't. Um, I'm much more likely to think if it were Tim Allen's choice and he had to pick, it would be Tom Brady over Peyton Manning, right? Ugh, that'd be worse. That would be worse. Mr. Ron DeSantis's best friend. Oh. But I don't know. I'm kind on of the, in on the bright side, his wife is leaving mode. him. <laughs> for listeners that is tom brady's wife not mrs claus leaving now, tim allen you know i think that's why i liked it so much is because it brought back some of like the good feelings from the santa claus too you know i like she looks really good however she they aged great. her she, up like they she looks like mrs claus yeah she looks great hashtag my mrs claus yeah she's wonderful and i will say i did laugh out loud genuinely during the trailer, during the Starbucks scene where he has this complicated order and she's like, name for the order. And he's like, Santa. And she's like, sir, my job is hard enough. Like that made yeah. me legit laugh out loud. <laughs> I think it's, it'll be better than y'all think it'll be. We don't have long to wait, I, right? Because this episode we are recording tonight drops the seventh. The first two episodes premiere on the 15th. Mm-hmm. I... So I'm not, it's not that I'm being negative. It's that I'm really trying to manage my expectations. Sure. I did not manage my expectations with Hocus Pocus and it turned out okay. I'm just not <laughs> convinced that's always going to be the case, right? It won't always be. I am. Um, sadly. I'm with you, Julia. So listeners, when this trailer dropped, we, the three of us texted briefly about it, very briefly yeah. about it. And Julia had said, <laughs> the song is get going to get annoying if they continue to use that song and all the marketing oh, what song is it again or whatever oh. yeah all i do is slay is that what yeah. it is yeah. which i get it haha ha, funny pun but one trailer that's enough you don't need to use it again yeah let it go let it go <laughs> um that never gets old <laughs> so. And the full trailer for A Christmas Story dropped today. That looks way better than Santa Claus is. Y'all, I have not seen it. I have to agree with you. <laughs> it looks cute. It like it legit looks, looks like a really good sequel. Good. Yeah. And that guy, man, his he looks. I mean, he looks the same. He's older, but he looks the same, and he still has those bright blue eyes. Peter Billingsley. Those so those eyes. There's. So, he's got really pretty eyes. Mm-hmm. He does. And Ju- and the whole cast is back, except for Julie, Hag- Julie Haggerty is playing mom now, because mom retired in 2007. Didn't dad die? Yeah, which I think is what brings him home. I think that's the plot. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. But looks way better than the Santa Claus, which I did not expect, because you all know that the Santa Claus is my favorite Christmas mm-hmm. movie. You know how I feel about a Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we shall <laughs> see. We shall see. 
We shall see. I think there was something else. I'm still most, I think I'm most excited for Violent Night. Honestly, <laughs> I think that too. movie looks Me hilarious. Too. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> I hope that I hope that one is one of the ones I hit streaming like almost like a week after the theatrical release because yeah. I want to see that. You're going to watch it a lot? Well, plus <laughs> we, it means we can cover it sooner. <laughs> it's true. That's very true. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about it. I mean, David Harbour in general just seems like he'd make a good Santa. I know, but, right? And he looks so good in that role. He looks really cool. His magic mm-hmm. in that trailer looked really cool. Mm-hmm. And I just love how full of puns it was. Like season's beatings as he's like <laughs> beating the crap out of <laughs> We watched the cartoon Adam's Families. Yeah, those are actually those are those. cute. One and two. The second one got really stupid. Oh. Oh, with Wednesday they wanted to leave the family? Uh, with the monster fight at the end. Oh, the, yeah. the one to leave the family was cute, but I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say, <laughs> I had a reason to say that, but I don't know what it was now. Was it because Puns? Wednesday is coming out this month as well? No. And Fred Armiston is playing Fester. <gasps> Fred Armiston. He's great. I do love that guy. I love him. My favorite Fred Armiston, I think, is... When he worked at the bookstore, Women and Women First on Portlandia. I was never a Portlandia fan. Go watch Women and Women First. If you've been to Portland, yeah. Make sure you watch the uh the coffee, not the coffee one where he goes where they go to the coffee shop. And that's based on a roaster right here in Tulsa, a coffee shop here in Tulsa. Really? <laughs> that's double shot. Is it really? hmm I will because say they, they ticked him off when he was here. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like prime story reasons why people write. I mean, that's the same reason they put the soup Nazi into Seinfeld. That was based on a real soup kitchen guy in New York. I look, and and then, I love uh, him. And I, when would, they I went, would go there. When they went back to there, like during film, like during break one day, they decided to stop in there for lunch and the real guy came out of the kitchen and was like, you, you owe me an apology. Like flipped out on them in front of public, in the public. And he was like, he wouldn't let them leave till he got a public apology. And Jerry Seinfeld gave the sarcastic, I'm sorry I made your soup kitchen even more famous than it already was by putting it on TV. <laughs> like, but that guy wants nothing. Like, yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't, want, I would own it if that were me. If that would me, I would like do the mustache, the outfit. Like I would just act like that completely. No soup for you. Come back one year. Where is <coughs> where is Double Shot Coffee? Uh, it was at 18th in Boston forever. They built a new shop somewhere right by there. Tom, I do have a question for you. Later, are we? Yeah. How is uh? You're watching your watch of The Soprano, your first time watch of The Sopranos going, because I thought of you tonight uh, during a well, certain saw, scene of this movie. We saw Paulie. <laughs> Paulie and Bobby Bacala. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have, we, we paused because we got overwhelmed with all the holiday stuff. I get mm. it. But you were loving it. I do. I really enjoy it far more than I thought I would. Yeah. You need I to don't, finish in the new year. I I will. We're going to definitely go back to it. They have some actually 
pretty fantastic Christmas episodes. But, really? Uh, oh yeah. Not, not coverable. Oh no, they are. It just makes me laugh because the mobster in tonight's movie. <laughs> they're looking for santa for some event and they pick the fat guy from the other mobster in tonight's movie to be santa he's like i don't want to be santa he's like hey when the boss tells you you're gonna be santa claus you're gonna be santa claus <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that's a good lead-in so we are exiting spooky season and we're back in christmas content i'm particularly excited about that i know y'all are too um, so tonight we are covering a 2008 TV movie starring the Muppets, A Muppets Christmas, Letters to Santa. Quick plot synopsis on this delightful little TV short. It's not a TV short. It's a delightful little movie. It's also not a movie. No, it's, it falls in between. They marketed it, it as between. a movie. It's not quite it's though. A thing. 43 minutes. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, when Gonzo accidentally diverts three letters to Santa, he talks Kermit and his friends into delivering them to the North Pole personally. Short so, point. Yeah. I just want to say point. we could read the same synopsis for Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. Well, we yeah. did. That's all I could think the whole time is this is just like Winnie the Pooh. It's the same as Winnie the Pooh. A little more sarcasm in this one, though. Um, okay, let's do thoughts and feelings. On uh, We've already covered our thoughts and feelings on the Muppets, so let's just cover this particular one before we talk cast and crew. Um, Anthony, uh, what is your history with Letters to Santa? I saw this when it first aired, and I've seen it a few times since then, like back when uh, ABC aired more Disney movies on Sunday nights. Um, I liked it. I love the Muppets. The special was fine. Watching it today, uh, A, I was struck by how short it was. Like we said, it's not really a special. It's not really a movie. It's some weird in between. Mm-hmm. B, I was struck by how <laughs> mid-early 2000s it was with all those cameos. And yep. C, I was struck by how growy it was like mm-hmm. without miss piggy there's an interesting dynamic when it's just the guy muppets if that makes sense like it was it was like especially when you have rizzo and peppy the prawn acting like frat boys essentially and Fozzie being a child like it, it was a lot without like and i'm not a miss piggy fan as we know i just felt there was something about this special that felt very growy with the muppets this time around not that I didn't like it. I was cute. I liked it. I, I you can take the worst Muppets thing and I will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If the Muppets, their worst stuff is like better than half the crap on TV nowadays, right? <laughs> you can't just help a smile. But yeah. Interesting point. We'll have to dig into that later. Tom, what's your history? Uh I've seen this once before. Don't love it. Don't hate it. It's all right. Pat's kind of my history except the seeing it once before i don't think i'd ever seen this which is odd i don't know how it escaped me but it did so this was fresh to me in the late 90s and early 2000s muppets had a lot of made for tv movies it's true they did wizard of oz cinderella they had a few christmas ones Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but this one was fine. It had some funny jokes to it, but I didn't find myself laughing as hard as I did, let's say, in a recent example in the Haunted Mansion. Not um, at all. But but this was good. Kermit did sound 20 times better in this one, though. Did. I, 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 we talked about that. I'm okay with <laughs> other Kermit. Um, one thing I will say, I like the cameos. I think that's about that's probably what saved it for me. Mm-hmm. Are we going to run through those now? Like the cast? We will. So all your normal Muppets cast are here. Not as much as the last time we talked Muppets, um, but like your core cast members are all here. Um, waka just waka. a few things to note. Steve Whitmire is the voice of Kermit in this particular one, uh, which is why Anthony and I just mentioned the Kermie voice because it changes a few times, but you've got Dave goals as Gonzo, Pepe, the prawn, Fozzie bear, um, all of our greats for our cameos. However, uh, put a pin in the fact this did come out in 2008. So we do see a teeny little cameo by Michael Bloomberg, who was governor mayor mayor, mayor of New York city at the time. Um, I know it's easy to get confused because the mayor of New York city is like, <laughs> That's a big job compared to a lot of mayors and gets a lot of press compared to a lot of mayors. But yes, he was a mayor. That's true. Um, We also see Whoopi Goldberg as a taxi driver um, dressed in her finest Christmas, which I thought was super festive. Definitely. Wasn't she the angel in that other Muppets movie? Like God? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was. So I know she's, and she was in the Wizard of Oz too. I think she's been in a lot of Muppets movies. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, speaking of legacy sequels, we talked about Santa Claus, Christmas Story, Hocus Pocus. Sister Act mm-hmm. Three is coming, and I love the first two. So, oh, I love the first two. Wait, also. they're making a new one? Yeah, and will be Goldberg directly credited uh, Hocus Pocus Two for getting the script like going with a Hocus <gasps> with a uh, the third Sister Act. Are they gonna have Maggie uh, Smith? I don't know. I hope so. She because she wasn't really in the second one. She wasn't no, at all. She wasn't. Kathy and Jimmy was. She was. Oh, she needs I love to be Maddie back. Smith. I, I love, love Sister oh, Act. I love Sister so Act. I. So do I. Um, another repeat Muppet face. Um, I think Anthony and I agreed we previously saw her on The Muppets, the show. Um, Jane Krakowski makes an appearance in this as well as the mother of the main child character. Um, we've also got Nathan Lane, who plays a bully, uh, aptly named <laughs> Officer Meany. Um, he's like a TSA bully cop. Um, Jesse what? Martin. Can I just say, by the way, because Bobo the bear was teamed up with him. Why is he all? Why is Bobo always playing the with the villains in like the movie, like the Muppet movie with Jason Segel? He was one of the villains. And... I love Bobo. So I don't much. know too. He plays a good blundering idiot bad guy, like not really bad bad guy. You know, right? He just gets swept up by the by the he villains. Does. <laughs> he he had a uh, Bobo the Bear was never a main quote unquote Muppet, but he had some yeah. great like one liners on that Muppets 2015 show. I love so much that he only did the season. He did. Um, Jesse L. Martin plays a very small, but he sings part um, at the beginning of the special as a postal worker. Um, for those in the musical community, I mean, the man can sing, and for those. The theatrical version of Rent as well. For those in the DC community, he played Officer Captain Joe West on the Flash TV show. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Um, playing um, our main child character is Madison Pettis. She's a little girl in the special. She's grown up now, um, but she's been in some Disney stuff. And she was also in the game plan with The Rock um, in the 90s. That's where she was familiar to me. So, mm, the 2007 but, that movie 2007 was. oh lord okay <laughs> i've reached the age where the early 2000s looks like the 90s and that's alarming it, so, it does so you're welcome um we have a fun little scene with pepe they're all fun with pepe that is featuring two sopranos actors um steve oh lord help me out here anthony steve sherpa steve sherpa as a monster sherpa sherpa, sherpa. steve sherpa AKA Bobby Bacala. Okay. And then Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico, may he rest in peace. He just died this past year. Oh. Uh, AKA Polly Walnuts, who is oh. my favorite character in The Sopranos. So. Polly Walnuts, what a name. Um, we have a fun little cameo by Uma Thurman. She plays Joy, the, uh, the airline assistant person, or is she? And then we have Paul Williams, who did the music to this Muppet special, as he has done in several others, who's an elf at the North Pole when they finally make it there. And I saved my last two cameos for the end. Because they have interesting stories. Well, yes. One of them is just a really odd character. Playing arguably our most important character in the whole special, Santa Claus himself, is Richard Griffiths uh, Dursley. Uncle Vernon. He, May he rest in peace as well. He looked wonderful as Santa. He was really good. His facial he hair was on point. It. He did sell I, it. He must have done this just to counter the Dursley, try to get <laughs> enough karma with fans. Probably. It was very hard to tell who he was. Like, it took me a minute. It was one of those where I'm like, I think that's Uncle Vernon. I'm pretty sure that's Uncle Vernon. He he looked he looked fantastic as Santa. And I do want to bring up because we didn't ever mention it on the show and we should. Poor Hagrid. Rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. It's so sad. We talked about it, didn't we? We talked about everybody raising their wands and umbrellas at Disney. Oh, maybe you guys did on the week I wasn't there. And I listened to that episode, but I didn't think. Hmm. I can't remember. I feel like we talked about it, but I don't remember now. Well, either way. Sad. It's worth saying again. So many of that cast is already gone. I know, and there's some mm, there's some characters that are going to be very difficult. One, there's really one. I mean, um, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith's going to oh, be rough for me. Yeah, me too. But don't even put that in the universe right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take it back. <laughs> um, the other totally odd random character, who her human story is interesting, but her. Character story is even weirder. Um, playing Beaker's <laughs> girlfriend at a certain point, and what's confusing is that she meets Tom, meet, she, Tom she, you said too because it's not a girlfriend. It's not Beaker's girlfriend. He wishes but her into existence. She li- she's listed as Beaker's girlfriend. Okay. He does. He he generates her out of a <laughs> deep the, deep desire. Yep, and which she, is why meet, she beeps. All she does is beaker talks but it's played by the supermodel supermodel petra nemkova who probably most famously now for better or worse was in the thailand tsunami um, and held on to a tree for four hours um her boyfriend at the time had died as well so i remember seeing her never as a model 
and always as the person telling her story after that happened. I only remember her as speakers. No, I, I don't. I <laughs> pick her out as a lineup. I do have a question though. Just in general, how do you two feel about Beaker, the Muppet, in general? I like Beaker. I like it when he gets angry. <laughs> but like, I, I feel have... really bad, but I, I love those Beaker. memes. It's not a meme. I mean, I guess it's a meme now. I'm sure you've seen that on social media every around uh, every Halloween. That group of people who are dressed as Beakers in the city, and there's the one like goth beaker oh like my a gosh, I have seen that. <laughs> i like beaker though um to give some credit where credit is due um our director for this particular special or whatever it is is kirk r thatcher um he's definitely done some muppet stuff in the past notably as a writer for muppets tonight he also did the special effects for return of the jedi and you he was guys a producer also covered him two weeks ago. He did the Muppets we did. on the mansion. Oh, we sweet. Did. Oh, we did. We even said two weeks ago, right? Oh, we're going to cover him again. <laughs> Worth saying again. Plus, he had a hand in Sid the Science Kid. And that was one of Ethan's favorite shows growing up. Uh, he also directed <gasps> the Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody, which is a music video. video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Lazy Town, two episodes. How about that? This guy almost, this guy looks like a human Muppet. Let's be real. He's a glorious beard, a curly mustache and long flowing locks and a top hat. I feel like you have to when you work with the Muppets. You have to look like a Muppet? Yeah. Yeah. Some real street cred there. Okay. That is cast and credits. Um, Can I ask you guys a general question about the Muppets before we dive into this special. Always. So in the Muppets subreddit, which is one of my favorite subreddits, because it's just pure joy all the time. It's random Muppet stuff, right? <laughs> um, there was a post the other day that was a little controversial and it was like somebody at who feels like the use of the original Muppets troupe, so like Kermit, Gonzo, Fonzie, like the main core Muppets, they're overused at this point. And when there are like hundreds of Muppets you can choose from and really flesh out. And I was just wondering what you feel about that. I don't think so. They're like grounding characters. Yeah. I feel like you could bring the other Muppets in on a rotational basis. Like I love Uncle Deadly. So I was glad he got his moment in the spotlight for a few years, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like it wouldn't work without Kermit and Gonzo and Fozzie and Miss Piggy. I mean, they have to be there in some respect. Like there were episodes of the Muppets that were so stinking funny where like Kermit really was just a connector of stories and it didn't linger on him much anyway. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be, I would be upset to have Muppets where I didn't see the core characters. However, I'm not upset when I do see core characters and they don't have a huge part to play. I just want to see them there. Yeah, that's fair. That's I would agree with that. The Muppets wouldn't work without Kermit, especially. He's the heart. He's right. the one who always keeps them together. I could totally do without Miss Piggy. I could too, but at the same time, that's like Charlie Brown without Lucy. You need her. Mm. I I would take Lucy over Miss Piggy. I would too. <laughs> I honestly would too. Did you see Anthony? Was it you? I sent on Instagram the video of that guy dressed up like Miss Piggy in Hollywood Studios. Yes, it was. It was both of us. Oh my gosh! 
If you haven't watched it, you need to, because he was phenomenal. Did yeah, you see Heidi was... Klum's costume this year, by the way? She was the, celebrity. Yes. The worm that, with just the face. She looked like a Star Wars creature. She <laughs> really, really did. Uh-oh, I didn't see her. I'm going to go look. Oh, you need to look it up right now. We'll wait. I don't even have to pause because I want your feedback. And it's really something. I look forward to her costume every Halloween, actually. She always has a good one. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale as the wet bandits, which is awesome. That one. Yeah. That one and all. This makes me very uncomfortable. Doesn't she look like a Star Wars character, like Jabba the Hutt? Yep. I just like her face, how you can just like barely see her face. She looks like a thin, a thin Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) <laughs> Did, are, is there any videos of her walking like i haven't i didn't see her maneuver it in any way no i, I didn't either pictures. i saw her speaking i oh. didn't see her walking girl loves halloween man it must be so cool to like no professional makeup artists like to do yeah. stuff like that for you for and halloween. i so i so appreciate a supermodel like that who looks like she does not just like you know. Yeah, well, exactly. Compare Taking, that like, to like the hot route. I was about Look to say, compare butt. that to Chloe uh, Kardashian, who who was a uh, sexy Jesse from Toy Story this year, literally oh with like the back of her jeans cut out. So it's her underwear, like, and she was just posing from the camera with the back, like dressed as Jesse, but with like, yeah. So Heidi Klum, she she Go always has a, good a gigantic earthworm. She that just shows she's comfortable with herself too. Like she can laugh. Mad at herself. respect. Mad Although I will say, like it would be cool to know makeup artists for Halloween, but I feel if you were a makeup artist, you probably hate that day because everyone probably tries to come to you like, probably. "Hey, could you do me a favor? <sighs> you make me a day and worm." <laughs> probably don't. I don't think people could hate that often. one. No. Oh my gosh. Like you can't look away, Kardashian. right? Oh. All yeah. of the Kardashian costumes are bad. No, the Mystique one was pretty cool. Oh, somebody was Mystique? Kim was Mystique, but like it looks exactly like Mystique from the movie. She did a really good job, like with the scales and everything. Wow. And I say she did a good job, but like uh, her makeup people did a good job. Her money pay for good people. All right. Um, Okay. So this is a 43 minute special. Well, one are, we hour, cover- but- are we putting this on the movie list or the special? I don't know list? where it goes. I don't get to make that decision. I don't think that's a group decision. I think we should movie host doesn't have to make important decisions. <laughs> oh, I like that new rule. So, that's a good rule, right? It's a good rule. I like it too. Um, okay, so we have um, we have an opening number that occurs in a post office with all of our core Muppets characters um, on the way to the post op. Right. Do we open on the post office? No, because we see Bloomberg before then. We're at the no. line to the post office. But it's it's on the way to and inside right. of. And you could tell this was actually filmed on location in Brooklyn and New York. You can tell when things are filmed on the street versus mm-hmm. backlots or Toronto. Mm-hmm. Did this one have a decidedly Sesame Street feel to y'all at all? Yeah. I don't know if it was the color of the film or what. I think it's because got... they actually filmed in New York and Sesame Street feels very New York. How it did does. Dwight describe them? Is that the one with all the Muppets living in the Boreo? <laughs> <laughs> so we get we get a musical number in the post office where we get to hear Jesse's voice um, 
I love Jesse Martin's voice. I was hoping we would get to see and hear more of him. He's really just a postal worker here in the beginning. And this um, song was probably my favorite in the special. I'm trying to get it was to definitely Ellie's favorite. Delivering Christmas is called. It was wonderful. I mean, all Muppet songs are catchy, but this one felt very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Although so- I did take issue with one of the lyrics where they said, uh, you know, they start early every year, literally the day after Thanksgiving. I'm like, Kermit, that's not early, Honey, man. that's not early. <laughs> <laughs> You're a month late, um, man. So in the process of being at the post office, I mean, obviously our Muppets are going to get into a little bit of mayhem even when the mayhem's not even there and they get sucked onto the conveyor belt and up in the chute and down the chute. And like they get kicked out because that's some nonsense. And we are super close to Christmas. So you can't mess around with the postal office. They've got a big job. Um, so all of our Muppets return home. Gonzo in particular had a big job because he promised his friend, Claire, who's a little girl that he would mail her letter to Santa. That's right. And he, gets back to the place where they live and what does he find the letters are three letters oh crap they weren't returned to cinder they were in, he had them in his in his hat oh, or something right, right? right. that's it yeah, yeah he never the dropped them off. yep that's right so he's just distraught i love and Gonzo, of, by the way he's so feeling he does and I feel like Gonzo, we all have a little Gonzo in us. So we're like, you know, we're all a little bit weird and unusual and sometimes feel like we don't belong, but he mm-hmm. has the hugest heart. He does. It um, rivals his nose. It does. <laughs> but it is interesting though, because like even Kermit at a certain point when Gonzo's trying to figure out like what to do, even Kermit's like, it'll be okay we don't have to go to the North pole. You know what I mean? Like trying to convince Gonzo not to do this great hearted thing, which I feel um, that was out of character for Kermit. Honestly, It did. It was, that he it struggled. was really, yep. I don't feel like he would have struggled. And part of his struggle was the, the Miss Piggy factor, which I still don't think he would have. Miss Piggy. So what was that factor? They were supposed to go into the Bahamas for Christmas, the two of them. That's right. That's right. She is sporting some bangs, though, that I highly appreciate. Her hair in this one is real good. Real, real good. But she's still Miss Piggy, so no thank you. Um, So she throws a little hissy fit when he finally makes the ultimate right decision. But, I mean, it's kind of You can go and just stay there. (laughs) Our normal mix (laughs) of Muppet problems. (laughs) So the ultimate decision is made right? We do, in fact, have to get these letters to Santa because, of course, the easy route was the post office again, and when they return, it has closed early. Because Well, don't, for, don't like forget, they also, they also close the loophole, like, oh, we could just open the letter ourselves and get her the gifts because Sam the Eagle comes in and warns them, it is illegal to open other people's mail. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's right. Oh, and it's in this mix that we meet the Beaker's girlfriend character when um, Beaker. Doctor, yeah, Dr. Honeydew created what was it, a make a wish machine essentially? Like you yeah. put it on and whatever you wish for. Well, yeah. So what happens? Beaker puts and it so on. Beaker puts it on, and all of a sudden, the supermodel Petra Nemkova materializes and only meeps. We have a couple and- of pervy. 
And we have a couple Honey. pervy. We have a couple pervy Muppet Muppets, y'all. <laughs> Doctor that didn't Honey seem like Beaker to me either. Doctor Honeydew tells him it's okay. It's time to wish her back. <laughs> he wishes them both away. They both disappear. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, and Honeydew goes, "Well, he's wished away the machine with the machine on his head." Okay, and then he walks off screen. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> So we've like exhausted every route. So what's the only thing that's left to do is we got to go to the North Pole and hand deliver these bad boys to Santa himself. Now, this whole time, I talk about this broy feeling. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Rizzo and Pepe together, <laughs> but like, and I like those two. They they make me laugh a lot. But maybe Gonzo tampers them down normally. But mm-hmm. he didn't in this special. And they were just kind of like grating. Every time somebody mentioned Santa or the North Pole, they're like, they don't believe in Santa. And they're making fun of them right. all for believing in right. Santa. Well, and it is Rizzo and Pepe that give us cameo because a part of figure out, you know, how to get this thing done is uh, the two mob- these two mobsters, you know. Okay. Can I tell you how brilliant the scene was? Because yeah. originally it's just Pepe in there talking to them. And then Rizzo shows up and the two mob guys freak out. We don't talk to no rats. And that just made me <laughs> laugh hysterically. You'll be like, sleeping I- with the fishes. <laughs> I already do. <laughs> and then we get a good and little that's Muppet, chef cameo. That, that's some Muppet humor I like. That's all I want to say. Me like too. That yeah. Double, me too. Yeah. Meaning type thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we do get to see the Swedish chef in this moment. We don't see him again until, um, and he brings out a pizza with fish on it and a little Swedish flag. That was Polly was not, Polly was not having it. Why don't you like this? (laughs) Okay. I'm still, as much as I love Swedish chef, I'm still confused every time he shows up with those real hands of his. (laughs) (laughs) So our group of bros then head to the airport um, and they're looking for a flight to the North Pole. Um, They go through security, which again, my brain was like, this is definitely 90s. Um, But it is not 90s. Yeah, they have some post 9-11 security. So what made me laugh was Pepe's emptying of the pockets and the electronics because he had a blackberry and a blueberry and a raspberry and a halleberry. <laughs> that, he that he kisses. That he kisses. What made me laugh was Gonzo going through the uh, scanner because what was it? <laughs> Who thought there was going to be a hand in him? I even rewound it like two times because I'm like, was that a hand or is it a trumpet? <laughs> a no, trumpet. because what was he saying? He hadn't been to the doctors. He wanted to check something yeah. out to make sure he was okay. <laughs> Anything look out of order? Whatever he says. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so they go through security. They make it to the single airlines that seems to fly to the North Pole, which is like the North Pole Express. And our counter worker is Uma Thurman. And who predicted right off the bat she wasn't all that she seemed? Well, she just appeared. Yeah. And she has a fan the whole time. And you're like, yep. why does she have a fan? She's burning up. She must be more accustomed to colder climates. Yep. Um, so she gets them a ticket. Um, however, as is wont to do, they get derailed in between the ticket and the airline. And there's only one flight to the North Pole. So like they really can't afford to miss it. Um, Officer Meany, played by Nathan Lane, 
um, and Bo- Bobo the bear, right? Bobo yep. the bear. <laughs> yep. Our TSA workers and Nathan Lane, just from the get-go, thinks that there's something going on with this group of Muppets. And so he has them detained and he is grilling them in an interrogation room. What are you all about? Don't tell me this nonsense about Santa. And so they try and explain to him what their whole purpose is. And this drags up some very old feelings from our Nathan Lane character that once upon a time, he submitted a letter to Santa Claus as well for a red tricycle. Bobo the bear who outed this too. It totally did. (laughs) I remember that time you wrote a letter to Santa. Um, And he did not get the tricycle because oopsie daisy, he was on the naughty list. Yep. For being bully. bully. Yeah. And he's still, he grew, and he even acknowledges I grew up to be that same bully. I'm that same bully today that I was when I was a kid. And I don't understand why people don't like me. I mean, when your parents give your name like Mimi, you don't have a lot. Yeah. No. That is unfortunate. So he has a change of heart. And mm-hmm. he almost in a snap instant, when he finally gets the whole story and he deals with his old feelings, is like, you need to get on that plane. And maybe do me a solid when you get there and talk to Santa Claus. Which and this was say, but like. typical Muppets to me, like because Muppets, especially Kermit, often act as a therapist for like imperfect yeah. humans, right? In all their mm-hmm. movies. I like that a lot. I like that about him too. And this is a one part of the movie I remembered clearly, which is they miss a plane and they have to fly to the North Pole on the wings of the plane. Which does not make yep. sense either. Like, yeah, because if they miss the plane, you have enough time to get on the wings, then like you could have gotten inside, right? Yep. That and the imminent death, if they were to exit said wings in the manner in which they did, which was simply (laughs) to let go over the North Pole. (laughs) And they land in really tall snow, though, and everybody's fine. Plus, there's stuffed cotton bags, which also helps. And how beautiful does Santa's workshop look from the outside? I love that. It's such a big house. Such a big house. He's such a it big house. It looked like a ski lodge, honestly. It did. Um, so beautiful North Pole. The whole like environment was really pretty up there to me, I think. Felt very Christmassy. They get to the big, beautiful wooden door, and Paul Williams answers it as an elf who seemed yeah. real drunk to me. <laughs> Dude, he's I would be too. I was about to say, like, you've just been whipped the entire year by santa like probably we see an elf right like santa returns christmas morning time to start preparing for next christmas this guy has probably not had a vacation in years christmas eve is his only free night without santa so he probably would begin drunk so maybe he's begun his celebrating but he informs them you just missed him he's officially left to do what he does and so everybody's dismayed and we get um, we get a song. I think at this point, yeah, I wish I could be Santa Claus. Sing it, yep. And it's sweet, um, but it's all about having the giving spirit, like Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. And who swoops in to help at the end of the song with magical sparkles everywhere? Santa. Uncle Uncle Vernon shows Uncle up. And says, There's no such thing as magic. <laughs> Santa gets them and pulls them up on the sleigh. And not only do they get to me pretty much know at this point, that's that Christmas is saved for our care, our 
friends who were not able to have their letters delivered. But the Muppets also get to take a ride on Santa's sleigh, which is amazing. And he grants little mini gifts as well. Like Pepe had written a letter. Well, because we find out the other two letters, because Gonzo had three, remember? Right. One was from Pepe. And I know he's a total denier the entire time until this moment. But he's not really. (laughs) No, it's just being too cool for school. He's playing a game because he wrote a letter too. What did what did Santa give him? What did he ask? Santa. Julia, Pepe's your favorite. You go for it. Oh, he has my favorite. He wanted to sing like an opera singer. And, and boy, he did. did he bell, belt <laughs> that out. Boy, did he. It was so funny mouth seeing mouth his little opens. mouth in this deep. Loud, yeah. yeah, the deep voice coming out of his mouth while his eight hands like stretch wide. Like he's. I know. <laughs> I love his hands. He's got so many of them. Um, we had, one of the letters we obviously know is Cassie. 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 Yep. And the other letter. Officer Meanie. And the Muppets do the what most it, Muppety thing and convince Santa to put him on the nice list. Yes. Of course they do. Of course they and, do. That's why we love them, right? It is. Because Kermit believes the best in everybody. And that's so core to his character. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't matter how mean you are, like the villains in all these Muppet movies, he truly believes he can bring out the good in everybody. And that's what makes mm-hmm. Kermit so special it is um and we see a fun little scene red tricycle yep and bobo's there and they're dinging the little bell and (laughs) it's very sweet what Um, did cassie want though what did cassie want she wanted all of her friends home for christmas because nobody was staying around so because all the muppets were going their separate ways for the holidays so they all show up they show Santa did him a solid took him home and we get a beautiful final scene with jane krakowski and claire and all the muppets all the muppets including miss piggy had a change of heart she didn't want to be away from kermy oh. uh singing my best christmas yet which is a fun song too and it is a good song ralph has his first line since frank oz died in this scene he says let's trim the tree and if you noticed Swedish chef was hugging the turkey he tried to kill and eat in a Muppet family Christmas. Yep. And change of heart as well. That's your real Linus moment. That's a Linus moment. He spared his life. <laughs> Little disappointed that uh, because it is New York City and so oftentimes you'll get cameos in the Sesame Street Muppets that they didn't like show up at the uh, end too. That's true. I didn't but think I about think, that. I think they didn't go to the barrio. I think nowadays there's rights issues, right? Like two different corporations own both of them. But, like uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. But that would okay, have been uh, like I'm just going to say, if I saw one more Spider-Man costume yesterday, I was going to scream. Every little <laughs> boy was of, Spider-Man. A lot of Spider-Men in our neighborhood as well. <laughs> um, so we, yeah, we get the big number at the end. I particularly liked when everybody's, all the Muppets are walking into um, Krakowski's house and she sees the rats and screams and then apologizes <laughs> because she realized those are her guests. That was funny. And the, and, the, and it, it starts snowing, which they complained the whole time it wasn't snowing in New York for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And 
That's right. It, it was a beautiful scene, like when it panned out the window and you saw the lights and the tree and all the Muppets through the window. I, I thought it looked great. It yeah. gave me the Christmas feels. It did. Me too. Um, And that's our special slash movie slash we don't know what to call it. I have quotes. Ooh. <laughs> Let's get to it. It's when Pepe's talking to the guys in The Sopranos. And Polly Walnuts is like, hey, it's that loony shrimp that called us earlier. <laughs> and Pepe's like, they called me the prawn. <laughs> and Bobby Bacala is like, hey, are you correcting my friend over here? Because if you are, I'm going to dip you in the cocktail sauce and bite your tasty little head off. And Pepe's like, <laughs> shrimp is fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the exchange between Miss Piggy and Mayor Bloomberg, where she wants to cut the line. And she's like, take me to the front of the slide. And Mayor Bloomberg is like, sorry, Miss Piggy, but that would be rude. And one thing New York is known for is niceness. And Miss Piggy's like, what has he done to this city? <laughs> Made me laugh. I liked, um, it's that same scene at the end where all the Muppets are walking into the house. And um, Blue Zealand, the Muppet who throws the fish all the time, oh, hell yeah. which is always one of the oddest, but one of <laughs> my personal favorite random ones, hands her a present and she's like, oh, thank you. And he goes, it's fish. <laughs> he just keeps walking. <laughs> it. I like Staller and Waldorf always have great one-liners. <laughs> like, this is my favorite tradition. Carolers. No, heckling them. Oh, <laughs> and Statler's like, hey, how about you do Silent Night? Not sing it, just stay silent all night. Oh, <laughs> I really need you and Tom to, to reprise. I'm telling um, you. Okay. Marley and Marley. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, Tom, if you, Julia had this fantastic idea on the Halloween episode. This past week, because me and Ron were explaining the whole Halloween convoluted timelines to her. And she was mm -hmm. like, it would be cool if we all were able for like a weekend just to binge the whole like Halloween series together, like just Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I think next in fall person. in person next fall, like me, Ron, Jay, we all have to come out to Oklahoma for like a weekend and just do that. <laughs> And if that's the case, we should all dress up in costume and me and you can be Statler and Waldorf. Statler So great. Marley and Marley. Y'all oh. really did that well. Was Did y'all miss all of my laughs? Yes. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Maybe you should just do some isolated laughs now and we can Oh, I didn't know I was them. muted. I was talking and laughing with Anthony. That's, that's why we were ignoring you. You were muting. I didn't. I didn't know you were. <laughs> I said every time one of us talks, we need to annoy the listeners with a. After everything we say. Waldorf and Statler also had one of my other favorite lines in this special, and it's when Santa drops the Muppets back off in New York City, and Waldorf is like. Look at what the post office sent. And Statler's like, yeah, return to sender. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, brother. Any Kermit, other quotes or scenes? 
Herbert just went, had a funny one-liner at the beginning with the post office. The post office is going postal. <laughs> Pepe had more lines, but I can't remember them. And when they're out of he, context, they're not quite as funny. Plus he always has great it. lines. It's that <laughs> accent. It is. I it love is. the accent. And it's so funny now, because the same guy, Bill Beretta, does Bobo the Bear, who is just so like... Oh, deadpan. Yeah. And That's Ralph so and Swedish Chef and Dr. Teeth. He plays a lot He of does them. all the good ones. Speaking um, of which, that show will be fun when that hits Disney+. Plus. Mm. It sure will. I mean, I love it. Her name's Janice, right? Yeah. I love anytime Janice is in anything. Okay. Yep. That was one of my awesome. favorite subplots on the Muppets, which they should have kept going. It was how Sam the Eagle was like so into her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Christmas one, he just done the mistletoe. And now I wouldn't. I should have brought my Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> Did this have a Linus moment? For sure. I think no, I had a few. Kind of a Miss Piggy moment. came back. Miss Linus. <laughs> Is no, I mean, a- Gonzo, in an, a, he he just is a Linus moment in this, mm. right? That he's doing what Christmas is all about. And Kermit Walker, kind of- Walker, Walker, Aww. Walker. Fozzie Bear came to say hi. Look at her. Kermit kind of had a Lin- Linus moment, right? Yeah. And I Officer Meany. Yeah. They all did. I think they all did. So Definitely now the real Christmas. question... Now the real question, is this a movie or a TV special? I mean... It feels movie-ish to me. It does. It feels I as much like... It feels as much like... Movie. Yeah. Any, any, it's, as much any, it's as much a movie as anything else we've done with these guys. Yeah, where did we put them up? It's um, the old one from the 80s. The TV special. Oh, we put it as a TV special? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a TV special then. Okay, we'll put it on the TV. And wasn't the Sesame Street one about 40 something minutes? Mm-hmm. It's a TV special. That's on the TV reason, special list, right? This one, yeah. Yep. I agree. Let's put it on the TV special list. Okay. Is that okay, Tom? Okay. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Six. Five. I'll go a six as well, which gives us a 5.67, which puts it at number, it ties it at number 24 on our TV special list with Twas the Night Before Christmas, right below Prep and Landing and right above Prep and Landing. So between the two Prep and Landings. That's funny. A fine space for it. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't as good as the other Muppet stuff we've covered. No, but it was good. It's Muppets. Was I the only one though who got the broy feeling? We didn't really touch on that much, but like I didn't think about it I while I was it. watching it. But now that you mention it, I could see how it has it had a little different dynamic. And it's weird because Miss Piggy, she's not exactly the model of femininity, right? But no, I don't know. There was something but about she's a it. Diversion too. Yeah. Like she's, you know, I don't know. I don't know either. You know what I bet Tom doesn't know? What? When are our mugs going on sale? Because people have asked about it. Where are they asking? I don't know. We can just put them up. I just need a way to collect payment. I don't have a way to collect payment. 
And we need to figure out how much we want to charge for them. Listeners, you can send the money directly to me. I will make sure to disperse the funds <laughs> between. <laughs> I mean, I would like to figure out how to pay myself back the $600 I paid for them. I haven't done that either. That would be excellent. Yeah. Be excellent. Go to linktree.com slash tis the podcast. And what else can they find at Linktree? Our links to all of our social media, our shop, and a little thing we call have called Patreon. Whereas for as little what's as pa- a- what's Patreon, Anthony? Where you can get bonus content. If you like our show, for as little as a dollar per month, you can get full bonus episodes. Tons of back content. If you're not quite ready to let go of spooky season yet, tons of spooky season content up there. There's Easter content, Christmas content, Marvel content, random movie content, DC content. Tons of stuff up there. Um, Content that has no place anywhere else in the world, so we put it there instead. (laughs) exactly so check it out it's a good time and there will be thanksgiving content this upcoming year and you know peek behind the curtain i'm going to talk to tom and julie about scheduling a thanksgiving recording soon so we've got some good stuff coming up um next week if you want to go ahead and get a head start on what we're doing it's just like a normal one week head start so it's not really a head start uh we're covering the new netflix christmas movie falling for christmas it's the one with Lindsay lohan in it um and cord overstreet so get ready for that and then the week after that we are staying in the um streaming land of streaming world Mm -hmm. and we're covering the housewives of the north pole which i believe is on hulu peacock it's on Peacock, not Hulu. Um, oh, so crap. looking forward to too. both of those. <laughs> and um, and then if you really want to start working ahead as soon as you're able when they drop it, um, A Christmas Story Christmas will be the week after that with April Riley and Jay. And then after that, Jerry D and Chuck will be joining us for the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. So we have a fun few weeks coming up, y'all. I mean, and, and that list, right? there takes us into december oh my god yes we have a fun few weeks coming up but let's not rush the next few weeks (laughs) y'all let's just take it easy now okay calm down yeah Um, especially because they're only oh my gosh 48 days 11 7 2022 to 12 25 2022 include the end date yes 49 days. 49? That is insane. We're under two months. That's kind of scary. We're under four months. We're under two months already, aren't we? So I thought. I mean, under four months. I mean, we're under two months. We're under two (laughs) months already, y'all. It's crazy. It's we don't even know. Math is so hard. We can't even. It's 56 days today. It, yes. it, it it's scary under two months i thought spooky season was over <laughs> i'm so sad well i'm excited um we're getting close let's all celebrate it together and come back next week we'll talk another movie and just be friends bye do your homework bye y'all blink twice and the year's gone by i started thinking there's gotta be a reason why would time want to learn to fly 
get you quicker to your favorite season Starting around Thanksgiving Count the ways we're blessed Suddenly the world's all chopping It brings out our best Hey, give it up for the folks in gray Some applause for the postal service Tough enough for the Christmas rush Always cheerful in the ways they serve us Snow nor sleet nor frozen feet Will cause this gang to fail Our goal is pure We're making sure that Santa gets his mail